to Sugar Coated. I'm your host, Adrian Garland, the CEO and founder of She Leads Media. For far too long, women have been conditioned to sugarcoat their words, their actions, and the way they show up in the world, and to conform to certain cultural norms and ideals. This is inherently designed to keep those who are outside of the norm from gaining power, prestige, wealth, and influence preventing more women from being recognized and respected as the powerful leaders that we truly are. Join me each week as we dive into raw conversations with remarkable, uncompromising, and inspirational women that will encourage you to strip away your sugar coating and move boldly in the direction of your magnificent dreams. Hi, everybody. This is Adrian Garland, and welcome to Sugar Coated. I'm so excited today to introduce you to my guest. Her name is Ayelet Fairman, and she is the CEO and founder of Verdant Life. Her, along with her mother, started this incredible company that literally brings joy to everybody through plants. She not only is the CEO and founder of her company, but she is also an attorney. So she has two businesses. And in addition to that, she'll tell you all about herself. But she is a a mom and an entrepreneur and just an incredible person. Welcome to the show today. How are you? Thank you. Thank you so much for that nice introduction. And I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, and I just want to let everybody know that the the way that you and I connected is that I had done a retreat in Montana, which I don't know if everybody's seen what's happening in Yellowstone Park. Uh, it's, it's terrible. basically being washed away. Yeah, uh, it's absolutely awful. But we had our retreat in Montana, not in Yellowstone, uh, but it was about an hour away from there. And uh, during the retreat, we had asked women entrepreneurs who had different products and services and businesses to contribute to the gift bags. And so Ayelette, she reached out and said that she would love to contribute a plant uh, for the different uh, retreat participants. So I was so excited. I, I went over to the website and I saw this absolutely gorgeous website with all of this deep emerald plants that are full of life. And I started putting everything in the cart. And then I said, Adrian, (laughs) chill out. So I am just so excited to hear how did you start this business, especially coming from a background of of law? Um, How do you sort of get into this completely different field? So I know we didn't actually cover it, but my mom, she's the CEO, I'm the COO, but it doesn't really matter. We're small still. She was, uh, she founded a cosmetic company and um, Mm. we were in cosmetics for a long time. I started my career as an attorney. I litigated for a number of years. I couldn't do it anymore. I was representing children in abuse cases. So my daughter was six months old at the time. I had a media case uh, with a deceased sibling in the home and I could not take it emotionally and mentally. Called my parents yeah. up, said, Hey, do you think there's space for an attorney at your cosmetic company? Hmm. So, you know, we figured out they had some litigation stuff going on and their brand was growing really fast. So, and I'm technically savvy. So I helped my sister at the time set that up for the cosmetics. And that kind of brought me into e commerce, which I ended up with plants because doing that in e commerce, because I initially did not think this was something that you could sell online. 
And I've been surprised that we have figured out some ways to sell it online and give people a great experience um, in receiving a plant that they might not be able to get locally because of different climates, but they have created climates in their homes, outside their homes in greenhouses, and have trouble sourcing the plants locally. So I help bring it to them. And that's part of like a very like important mental health, spiritual component connecting us to the earth that I think mm. is so great to share. So in 2020, me and my mom both left the cosmetics. I started my own law firm at the time. I actually specialize in influencer law because coming from the cosmetics and coming from advocating for kids, a lot of these influencers who are growing are really young and don't realize the importance of business. So that's why I kind of started my law firm that way. And it's grown organically. I have a few clients. I keep it small because I love selling plants online. And I love Verdant Life. I love being in a greenhouse. I love propagating plants. I like talking about plants. And it just gives me so much energy and joy that I was like, I'm lucky and blessed I get to choose what I do. And this is what we want to do, me and my mom together. I was just selling them on like a eBay marketplace, like Mercari online Mm -hmm. and making a profit. And I was kind of surprised at first. And then me and my mom were like, well, let's make this a real thing. I mean, we've invested heavily in the branding, like you said, that the emerald and the pink coloring, all of the branding elements. We worked with like a top tier branding consultant who designed out the brand. uh, And this was in like September of 2020. And we've really just gotten a chance to pick what we want, do what we want, be lady, you know, ladies. And the more I do this, the more I see that other women don't get such opportunities like we've gotten. We funded it. My mom funds the entire business. And we have no one who's kind of telling us what to do. We get to pick and choose and guide it the way we want to. Probably like you get to do with your podcasts and your all of your different businesses, Adrian. So you totally understand. It's really a blessing to have that freedom and flexibility. I love that so much. And it, it's, it, it seems that you came out of a family that had an entrepreneurial spirit. So I would imagine yeah. that's, a, that's a little bit in your DNA. And yeah, I can understand how very difficult and challenging it would be to, you know, sort of be in a situation where it's emotionally overwhelming, especially when you feel like it's so kind of hit so close to home. You have to really be able to sort of separate yourself. And I I personally don't think that that, that's possible. It's one of the reasons that I never wanted to sort of go into healthcare, not because I don't, you know, love and appreciate all of the, the doctors and everything, but, you know, just being around, you know, sickness and everything, even though we need these people to help us, you know, I'm very empathetic and I put myself into people's shoes probably when I shouldn't. And it can get very overwhelming emotionally. So I, I, I totally understand. And I love, I love, love, love that you chose something that was like completely of the earth and grounding and beautiful. And that actually gives us life. So I, I think that there's almost some parallels there too, right? Like advocating for people and, and giving them a chance, giving them life. Yeah, it, it definitely... I learned so much in the four years I spent in front of uh, the judge I worked with and with the team I worked with about just like the importance of being grounded, having, you know, stability in your life. Like that's really what a lot of these kids are missing and having 
just a good basis, a good foundation, mm-hmm. which is something like I was blessed and lucky I had, but many people don't many, you know, not necessarily in the system or not, but the importance of sometimes routine and schedules and things like that, that are, that's what plants grow on, right? It's, mm, you know, I'll yeah. deal with people who have issues with their plants and I'm like, well, where is it? Is it getting a natural cycle? Is it getting fertilized? Are you doing like seasonal things? Like there, it's very controlled. So I, I find that helps me with my own mental health, which I, yeah. I you know, or in my early 20s had some struggles with. And it's helped me just be a better mom I think it helps me be a better attorney, but that's also why I don't take certain kinds of cases. I'm, I mostly stick with business law because I do, like you, I get emotionally involved. <laughs> I, I can't separate myself. I deeply care and it just gets overwhelming because you bring that home with you and you bring that into your life and, and sometimes like a paycheck isn't necessarily worth all that. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to to be so empathetic toward people. But, you know, I, I'm also listening to you and, and everything that you said, you know, you have a, your own practice, you have this company, you're a mom. And I feel like just that can become overwhelming. So how, and you said that you struggled with mental health a little bit in your 20s. And I was thinking to myself, gosh, I, I feel like nobody gets out of this without going through something. You know, I think we all have struggled at one point or another. And, you know, different things work for different people. But I also think that the this whole COVID pandemic has really done a number on a lot of people, especially young people. My, my two sons are 18 and, and 21. And it was sort of during the COVID happened during the time where they try to figure out really like who they are as separate from mom and dad. And I, they didn't get the chance to socialize. And it's really painful to watch how they're struggling now with just normal everyday things that I look at and I, it blows my mind because, you know, they've always had responsibility growing up and everything. And and now they just struggle to do some some things that to me seem like, why aren't you doing that when you're 18 and you're 21? When I was, you know, 21, I could have <laughs> you know, right. ran the world. <laughs> well, that's, I look at it even from a perspective of like, my daughter wants to go, she's seven. She wants to walk around the block on hers, on her own. Oh no. When I was seven, it wasn't <laughs> such a big deal or a problem. You know, I was actually yeah. living in South Africa at the time, which wasn't safe, but <laughs> we moved to Australia when I was eight. I was catching public buses in Sydney, Australia, like not a school bus, yeah. using a payphone to communicate with my parents. No one knew where I was. I'm like, no, you can't leave without a cell phone. You are not walking around the block. I, I let her walk the dog around our block because it's like a closed community. It's a cul-de-sac. But I'm still yeah. out there like making sure because I've just seen working in child abuse. I've seen stuff that yeah. I can't get out of my head about what people could do to my daughter out there. And yeah. she's a very mature, like smart girl, but she's, you know, they're sheltered. I, I've, I've kept yeah. her, you know, a bit. I don't want her to see all the horrors of the world out there. No, there's there's no need to do that. I mean, you want you want your children to be aware, but you don't necessarily need to have that awareness come through putting them into any type of situation that is um, you know, harmful. So, I think, well, yeah. you know, there's there's so much complexity to 
everything in in the world and thinking about it. And and I just think that it's a really bold move to be an entrepreneur. Anybody, first of all, entrepreneurship is is hard, but there's extra, (laughs) it's scary. And overall, while there's a lot of satisfaction in it, when you look at it day to day, there there are so many up and downs. I mean, it is it is a roller coaster from day to day. How do you sort of, with all of that on your plate, how do you sort of, you know, manage that? Because we know that there's no balance. So how do you yeah. sort of, you know, move through all of that? I guess, uh, thank God I'm married to the man I'm married to because he's an amazing man. He, he definitely helps keep me grounded, reminds me to be present at home, mm-hmm. reminds me to turn off my phone. He's a he's a computer programmer and he works for a company, so it's nice he gets a steady paycheck, right? He he, he doesn't have his own company that he has to worry about. So so long as one so that's the decision we yeah. made over the years was so long as one of us can keep, you know, the insurance and the paycheck coming, the other one can kind of explore a little bit. So like there was a period mm-hmm. of time he was working for a startup he was trying to do different things outside of computer engineering. But, you know, especially now with COVID, he has a nice setup at home. He works out of our house. He has a little shed. And then my daughters are homeschooled at home. And I hired a teacher who comes to our house and she's there. And so between having my home life be very, very stable, that I know what every day is going to bring. I know the teacher, like she shows up. We've been doing this since the pandemic started, right? So she's mm-hmm. my, she was my kid's VPK teacher or a preschool teacher mm-hmm. in at their preschool. So she started with us in June of 2020 and we haven't stopped. They've done virtual school for like grades and curriculum. So having my home life be really controlled, it's mm. definitely helped me. And then I also do art. So I, I'm taking a wheel throwing class. I I was oh you know, doing God. pottery You're last my night. Sister, oh, I love it. Oh. So I, I, it helps me just do something that's for me. That's not about making money or working or anything. So you know that, and I try to get my girls involved. I got this like mini miniature pottery wheel where the wheel's actually like about one inch wide. Yeah, and they do it with me in, in our patio, and it, they have fun with it. And it's a mess, but. You know, it's something oh, it's I, I can keep, you know, bring in my passions, share it with my kids and making time for family. Also, my religion helps me. So that was yeah. like the other component. I'm an observant Jew. So the schedule of Jewish holidays, having uh, the Sabbath, Shabbat. So from sundown tonight until sundown tomorrow night, I everything's off. Like all my, my phone's yeah. off, my computer's off. I don't go, we don't drive anywhere. We leave the lights on and the AC on. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in you're in you're South Florida, Florida, so you must. <laughs> but we definitely um, that definitely helps control how much I want because that's like my drive, the entrepreneurial drive. It doesn't stop. You just no. want to keep working and doing it. You have this great idea at eleven thirty at night. You try to get it out before like one a.m. when you really should be going to bed. <laughs> yeah, probably at eleven. So you know, and trying to make time to, you know, be with my husband and talk about things. So that's, that's the compromise. Cause I also have to turn down a lot, learning to say no. Oh, big lesson. I've, I've had to say no to a lot of clients because I have a law firm, you know, people will hear, and there are some clients who I like, you know, I get it. I can work with them. They understand me. They trust me. But as soon as I have a client who's like doubting me or unsure, I'm like, you know what? I, I don't have time to reassure you. Mm. and 
ensure I give you my all. Yeah. If someone's trusting me with the legal work, they need to understand. And I've become very transparent with my clients that I have an e-commerce business just so that they know, because I'm pretty much available for them whenever they need me, because I don't have mm-hmm. like a court calendar, like a traditional attorney um, or mediations or anything set up. So I've kept it controlled and I've turned down clients or fired clients if it just isn't working out. You know, they could be like great people. It's just, we're not a good fit. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. being okay with saying no and not being like, well, I really could bill this extra five hours a week and it could really help my bottom line and I could buy the things I want or finally get a Tesla. But, you know, <laughs> this my not not happening right now is okay too. So yeah. hopefully in the long run, my goal is that the plants will both physically and, and metaphorically grow. And right. I'll be able to hire a good team, have a good work-life balance and have good steady income that we can, you know, do some more things I've, I've wanted to do and kind of put off for the two years that we've been getting it off the ground. And I really think it is. So, yeah. you know. What are some of, I, I love all of that. You, you've said so much and, and you know, it's like, oh, I, no, I love it. No, I love it. It's like, I want to rewind back because you talked about, you know, shutting everything off from sundown to sunrise. And, you know, in my mind, I said, God, you know, there's so much wisdom in that, right? It's forget about the time now where we have all the electronics and everything, but it, it, it's literally time to rest, right? And as human beings, that is what we need so that we can come fresh on, you know, out of it. And yeah. it's almost like the natural cycle of things, but there's a rule around it. Like, you know, we know that you get busy, but you have to do this. And I, I think that that is like, there is just so much beauty and wisdom in that. It definitely has kept me. That's the thing that, so I wasn't raised as an observant Jew in my 20s after I said, I basically, um, I had an involuntary hold. I had a manic episode. Mm -hmm. So I suffer from uh, like major depressive disorder and anxiety. So I need to be very, very conscious of my schedules, routines, desire not to sleep, not to eat right. Mm -hmm. And as soon Mm -hmm. as I and that's part of my husband watches it too. He's like, you're not sleeping on a good schedule. You need to get back on, on your schedule. And I catch it. I have, you know, mental health professionals. I've been lucky to find the people who work for me. It wasn't easy to find, you know, yeah. good therapists and good, good support over the years. But to get to a good place where I am now, it, it's been a lot of work. So the, the religion started as, as um, I'm Jewish, you know, I was born in Israel, but my parents were... It, traditional Israelis, they just, you know, we did the bare minimum (laughs) with some tradition and and it's fine, but it gave me a good basis. And then when I went away to college and I was starting to have like my own issues of figure myself out where you're, you're, like you said, your sons aren't getting to like kind of figure themselves out. um, I experimented, I did stupid things and Mm -hmm. I had those experiences. And then I was like, you know what, I need something that's more controlled And that's when I started just keeping the Sabbath. I wasn't actually like keeping kosher or doing anything more than that Mm -hmm. because I knew I needed a shutdown time. I needed a weekly Mm. uh, break. I was working like two online jobs. I was in school and I was, you know, being a college student partying around. So yeah, of course it was, it was definitely lots of fun. But once I realized I need to definitely like lean into my religion a little bit, I have something here. I was actually looking at at Buddhism. I got my undergrad in comparative religion. Oh, okay. 
because I wanted to learn more about Buddhism and meditation and those kinds of things. Of course, yeah. And then I realized, you know, I actually have that in my own. And leaning into your own religion is something I tell people to do like all the time from any faith. It's I think the space for that is is really important in, in your life for grounding and then for mental health. And I think a lot of what we see in our teens and younger kids right now is, is you know, this push towards no religion and nothing. It, it gives them no basis for grounding. There's no, you know, no morality. There's no grounding. You need something, whatever it is. I don't care. It could be the flying spaghetti monster. You definitely <laughs> need something to give you a purpose, a reason for why we're here, a, a grander thing. And, and that, that stopping definitely helps me re-engage that. It's, it's not always easy, to be honest. I mean, yeah. I don't always want to turn everything off. I, I miss out on a lot of things because I can't go on a Saturday. You know, I miss concerts. I want to go see Lady Gaga, but she's performing oh. on, on Shabbos. So I don't get to well, do everything. Well, you fly I somewhere where, <laughs> I wish where she's it's performing on a Wednesday on night. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, but, you know, it's just not meant to be this time around. I was yeah. lucky enough. I got to see Elton John recently on his last oh. Florida show. So I was like, so the things that I get to do, I appreciate. And, yeah. and it's really like appreciating your own time and appreciating your own space, which I, I see in my profession as attorneys, like I'm in a lot of attorney groups, they don't get a chance to do that. And then when they catch up to it, they've already got health issues or other issues. Yeah. So that's what I, I tell people, you know, you got to take those times for whatever it is. If it's nature, that you, that's what it is. Take your day and be with nature. Take your time. Or even if it's half a day to sit at a park without anything interrupting you is important. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The, this is such great, great <laughs> advice. And I, I think, of course, for life, just in but, general, yeah. great advice, but especially for women who are running yes. businesses. Yes. Be yeah. Because that's, I say my office is like a train station when I'm here, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you're running your business, it's like people are just constantly in and out asking you for all of everything. So sometimes taking that time off and reflecting or moving your brainstorming session somewhere else with your team, mm -hmm. it helps yeah. all of that. That's all about that time and space. Separation can really help you grow and help you get optimal results and be, be the me, best you. <laughs> I love it. Let, let me just ask you a question just because I'm, I'm uh, very curious about the whole e-commerce world. Was that something that you knew a little bit about because of your parents' makeup company or did you have to learn about e-commerce? No. So in 2015, with the cosmetics, my parents grew with early social media, like influencer brand, like marketing. Before mm -hmm. brands were doing these like major influencer collabs, they happened to reach out to a few influencers who were based out, out here in Florida and get collaborations with some great ones. And our website went down numerous uh, times. So <laughs> That's a bad, good thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, the influencer was mad. Her husband was mad. My uh, family was mad. Everyone was angry. The website went down. We lost sales. Uh, so I was tasked with a find something that when an influencer mentions us won't go down. And that's when I discovered Shopify. Oh, I knew it was on so, Shopify. I just knew it. <laughs> Shopify, you know, so it was a big debate. We, we looked at three different ones. I literally had days where I cried over that decision. Like it was very 
because some people wanted to do it on other platforms that were more customizable. And I was like, no, we need this to go live in six weeks. We have another launch coming. I can only see us going live on this platform. Any other one is not as the technology is not as robust. Like I said, my husband's a tech person. So he understands how Shopify servers, they basically spread the load. So that's why you can have, I'm pretty sure Kanye West Yeezys were on Mm -hmm. Shopify because someone like that, when they get a drop, like you've got millions of people hitting that page all trying to check out at once, it will cause everything to crash. So so long as you, you work with the right tech, it became like a seamless process. So I've seen Shopify evolve since 2015 Mm -hmm. when we got on it and we were like a high level account then we were on the Shopify plus tier and getting it set up working with developers back then and for me learning it was very easy to transition because now I know how to do everything yeah I have one developer does most of the like legwork and stuff I don't have time to figure out but then if I need to make like a change to a product on a weekend or I need to fix something or what I've had issues lately is with Google flagging some of my pages as malicious. I've gone back and forth with them with like, if something is malicious, malicious I, no, 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 <laughs> malicious software embedded on yeah, the website, no. right? So yeah. I'm like, I have carnivorous plants, not malicious plants. Yes. <laughs> so, but I, I've been going back and forth with their support between Shopify support and Google support being like, there's nothing wrong with my website. Please get my ads back up because it's impacting my sales. And yeah. I finally actually yesterday I got a call from them and they're like, yeah, it's back. We, we had a like higher level person review it, but you know, knowing the tech and being able to edit the code or sh- send them screenshots of it has actually helped me tremendously. I don't have to pay for consultants or uh, outsiders to do it. And that's when you're setting up an e-commerce, that's the most expensive part. I mean, it's instead of building a physical store and the foundation, all of that being your GC, it's like I can be the GC for the website. Yeah. And I know how to make all the parts work. And that's really where, you know, my mom's really good with sales. She's really great with the plants. Mm. She does a great job of just making sure we have a great place to work. And then I get to do the, technical side, which is what I love. So most of the days she's in the greenhouse and I'm on the computer. So I answer the phones. I go back to the greenhouse. Like we, we've made it a really great division of, of resources. And we've really been efficient with how we've spent, you know, our initial two years in starting and growing the business. And I love this. I just love it so much (laughs) that you're in business with your mom. It, It just, it warms my heart. I think, I think more women as they mature, they realize that, you know, I don't know, some of us ladies gave our moms a hard time. Oh, right? yes. <laughs> um, but then, you know, hopefully it comes around again. And that the fact that you were able to come together like that with your mom and create something that is really, you know, your strengths and her strengths together, not fighting with one another, is, is just beautiful. I mean, we we definitely do have our moments of of we disagree. Of course, but yeah. you, that's what I learned in being in a courtroom, right? She's like the judge. So you can't be rude <laughs> to the judge. You can't, you know, you, you got to learn how to disagree with the judge. And my judge was like really tough on me, 
you know, he would be like, Fairman, get to the point. What do you want to say here? So I, I was like, you know, I learned a lot there and I use it now even because when my mom will tell me something that I disagree with, I try not to immediately just like attack it. Yeah. Even though, you know, I do sometimes, but she pushes me because she's like, we should do this on our website. We're, we're getting in the process of launching a uh, corporate gifting program. And she's nice. been on me about getting this page live. And I've been trying to, but there's other stuff that's been going on. And it's not, you know, I'm trying to give myself a deadline. But I have a feeling once I get it live, she'll be like, see, I was right. We should have gotten this live <laughs> because it, it will bring in a lot of interest from a steady stream of, of income because it's a great gift. Instead of sending yes. flowers, you know, for financial advisors, for real estate agents, for attorneys even. I use it for my law firm. I send my clients every holiday season a, a plant. And I think mm. they really appreciate it. And now every time they're going to see that plant, they're going to remember me. So if they have like a trademark issue three, four years from now, and they've still got my plant, chances are they're giving me a call. So it's a yeah. great reminder about you. And, and then people also like tell you about their plants. It's a great way to connect. I had uh, an accountant recently send a plant and I have a PT who does pregnancy um, specific physical therapy. She sends it for the new birth. She sends a low maintenance plant to the moms and the moms love it. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. And then they connect with her. So like, it's great for her. It's great for me. It helps me grow my brand. So I'm working on that. So those are things that like my mom's been like begging me and, and you know, when I would say mom, mom's mom's right. Yeah, mom's <laughs> Especially right. in this case. <laughs> yeah. So it's absolutely it's, it's listening to her and sometimes not necessarily wanting to, but then being like, oh no, you you were actually right about this and we really need to get yeah. this live. So Oh my gosh. That's uh, yeah, because we don't we don't often hear about, you know, co-founders as mother and daughter. I mean, from time to time you do. Yeah. But you know, you'll you'll hear husband and wife more often than mom and daughter. And I, I think that as moms realize that they don't need to just retire and sit on the porch in their rocking chair. They still have a lot of ideas and creativity in them. And if their daughter is up for it, like, hey, let's start a a business. Um, So I just just think that that's absolutely, absolutely incredible. And I'm so inspired by you and I'm inspired by everything that you're doing. I also am inspired by this idea of you know, however you want to call it, whatever, you know, religion or spirituality you practice, but it's um, one of my uh, mentors that I look up to, she calls it the power pause. Yes. So that's a good word. Such a good concept because that power pause brings you back stronger than than before. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure that I incorporate a power pause into my life somehow on a regular basis. I can't even imagine how I am going to do that, but I I definitely will try. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, go ahead. (laughs) No, you definitely can. I mean, even if you're traveling, you can give yourself, you know, even if it's half an hour, you can start with small chunks. So you, you need it because you will come back better and with better ideas and with better results all along. Yeah. It's so true. I was actually talking to my uh, son last night because he has a job at a lifeguard at this. It's like a very wealthy community at at the pool. But many people don't actually use the pool, right? Uh So he's a lifeguard at a pool where 
where There's nobody no kind of shows up. Yeah. <laughs> so he has spent some of the money that he's made on books because, you know, he can read. So he's reading all of these books on like business and, you know, making money and being successful and everything like that. And he's like, I got to go buy more books. I, I read three books in three days. Like, you know, and I said, why don't you stop reading <laughs> the like, you know, successful CEO and, and how to make money and how to improve yourself and everything and just get like a good book, right? Yeah. And I said to him, something happens and I'm not a psychologist or I don't have any type of background in, in you know, science or anything like that, but I know sort of what works for me. And when when you use a different part of your brain to just kind of like relax into a story that has nothing to prove, it just kind of pulls you along and allows you to almost disconnect and, and be led to me, that gives your brain a break. So it that, does. Right? So maybe that and can be your power pause. Yeah, well, it, you know, it's funny. I, I actually just downloaded Audible a couple months ago. And there are a couple of books that I said, you know, I really loved these books. When I, I remember I was, it was a summer reading. It was in high school. And there were two books that I loved so much. One was Cry the Beloved Country, which is all about South Africa. And then the other one is The Good Earth, uh, which is yes. all about the, the farmer Wang Lung in China. And I listened to these books and, you know, on drives and, and all of it. And it just transported me and my heart to a completely different place because, you know, the people in the stories, historical fiction, if you will, you know, have completely different experiences that you can't even conceive of. And I just think that that's what your brain needs, variety. Right. Yeah. Just like pl just like plants. Right. All different varieties so, of plants. <laughs> I actually recently got back into my local library and I've been taking my girls there more because they just started reading. So I want to get them like give them a place to go where they can just check out books and, and that experience. But yeah. then it got me back into it. So my <sighs> library has an app. And you can you have audiobooks on the app. You don't even need Audible wow. and you can check them out. So there's a few books that my friends have told me about. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to really make this. And I, I did. I borrowed a John Grisham book the last time I took my kids there. And I just, yeah. it took me to a different place. And it's just so yeah. nice and rewarding to get a chance to do that. Because, you know, when you're young, you, you get a lot more time to read. As, as yes. you're busy with life, you, you, it's like, no, I don't have time to just sit and read right now. So it's nice to do that. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it so much. So yeah, I think the theme of our conversation, I think, has become the power pause and doing yes. alternative things, right, that almost like balance out the the drive. And I think we all need that. So I, I just appreciate you sharing so much of yourself and being so genuine and transparent with me. I, I really honor that. And I'm so happy that you and I are now connected. Yes, um, and I, I can't wait to, to look at the website again. I'm going to order something. I, I actually saw something just before we talked that really caught my eye. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to order that. It's the air plant with the pink uh, thing in the middle of it. It's yeah. like a hanging plant. The Fuego, the Fuego air plant. Oh. And for most of yeah. my customers, that's what the plants are. You know, I've made it a business. And, and a lot of times people say, don't make your hobbies a business because then it you, you lose the hobby. 
but I appreciate the hobby and I still have it. I garden, I have a butterfly garden. I don't sell any of those plants, but I love hearing about my clients and how much it's transformed them to be plant parents. So, you know, it definitely has that space where that is their power pause is the time they take care of their plants and they get them and organize them and care for them. Yeah, I love that. This is this has been such a, a sweeping and wonderful conversation. Yes. And I, I'm sure I, we can I go loved for hours. it every moment. I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to tell you like some other things about plants that people gave me and like someone's grandma. And there's so exactly there's, there is a lot of story there. So I would I would love to have you come back. And I actually would love to have you and your mom on the show at for some sure. point. Yeah, that would be just absolutely wonderful. And we would be happy to. I'm glad we connected. And thank you for having me today. Of course. And just before we end, how can people, you know, go to the website, find out about you, connect with you? So uh, the website's Verdant Life. It's a V-E-R-D-A-N-T. Life is spelled L-Y-F-E, like love you forever. We love our plants forever. So that's VerdantLife.com. We're on Instagram. Uh, We're on Facebook. And basically, you can message us from any of those platforms. Chances are it's me or my mom answering. And you can email me at hello at vernantlife.com. And I'll be happy to answer any plant questions or other related questions, you know, as I've done over the years and even getting connected with you through the plants too. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. And everybody, please go to the website and check it out. You, Your your eyes will uh, thank you for it. So <laughs> thank you again so much. And we will see each other hopefully at some point in, in the future soon. <laughs> yes. Sounds great. Sounds like a plan. Bye-bye. Bye. The She Leads Podcast Network. This is the She Leads Podcast Network.